Dallas, Fort Worth. Production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Welcome to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, keeping you connected to your faith and your world. Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio. And it's a Friday morning. It's July 22nd, 2022. A beautiful feast day. St. Mary Magdalene, pray for us. Meetings today are so, so beautiful. Mary at the tomb, and when she recognizes Jesus, she says he says to her, Mary, and she says, Rabboni. And that just gives me the chills every time I read that gospel. Anyhow, St. Mary Magdalene, pray for us, especially uh, those of us fighting for life. Some interesting developments and some stories are going to be sharing with you for our Fact Check Friday. And also, I want to discuss this with our first guest, which will be, of course, as we always do on Fridays, Doug Keck, our Chief Operating Officer and President of EWTM to talk about the great coverage that EWTN is giving to the stories that are not getting out there. And last night in EWTN News Nightly, and I'll play a clip of this, Tracy Sable had a nice what we call montage, a look at the different proposals that senators, pro-life senators in the Senate are putting forward versus what's happening in the House and trying to codify contraception, which isn't necessary as if to say that uh, conservatives, Catholics, and others want to run into the drugstores and into the OBGYN offices and pull all the uh, contraceptives off the shelves. It's an unnecessary measure, and they're doing it for the drama of it to paint us as crazy people who just want women to go around having 25 kids each. I'm not kidding. This is the image. of the, it's, it's all the scare tactic. It's fear-mongering. And the media just jump in and say, okay, what can we do to help you? So we'll take a look at that and why it's so important to have these alternative outlets such as EWTN News Nightly. Uh, and it was a really good clip. And I'm going to share that at the bottom of the hour, but Doug and I will talk about that uh, as well in terms of why we have these news operations that we do here at EWTN because you're not going to get these stories elsewhere. I mean, my blood was boiling this morning and I was looking at the reports about our governor in Michigan. Please pray for us in Michigan. We are looking at so much evil in this upcoming election, and we've already been sucker-punched by our governor this week. She's staunchly pro-abortion, and she just vetoed millions of dollars for adoptive resources, resources for maternity homes, resources for pregnancy centers, and also she vetoed research for stem cells in terms of, of course, anything against embryonic stem cell research. She's all for all research all the time, including embryonic stem cell research. And so she nixed money going toward adult stem cell research. And that's just for the the budget. We have in Michigan, and Father John Ricardo talked about this, and I played a clip earlier this week of his beautiful talk that he gave at Plymouth Right to Life on Sunday evening in southeastern Michigan. This horrific amendment that could be on the ballot in November if the signatures, and by the way, they gathered more than 300,000, actually double what they needed. And it was all a big misinformation campaign. It was nothing about what was really going on. How many people who signed that measure in Michigan even know that what they signed would allow their daughters to go ahead and get an abortion without their consent, to go ahead and get sterilization without their consent? And that's just the tip of the iceberg with this amendment. And Father John was urging all the people there to be able to respond, as you heard him say in the clip that I ran earlier this week. We have to respond in an intelligent way, in a respectful way, in a calm way. 
It's good to be passionate, but we can't turn it into just winning an argument. But it's just so frustrating to see what she did. I mean, I was looking at this list of things, and it's just, it's, it's absolutely horrific. Two million that was appropriated for adoptive parent tax credit. So even parents who are adopting are going to be punished in our state. One and a half million for pregnancy resource centers that promote alternatives to abortion. Nearly a million for women's health centers that focus on grief counseling and alternatives to abortion. If they're all about choice, why are they afraid of these places? You have this and you have this. Because they're not about choice. That's all semantics. It's all it's ever been is semantics. Reproductive health care. What an oxymoron that is. There's nothing reproductive or healthy about abortion for anybody involved, especially the child. And yet they've gotten away with it for close to 50 years. And now they're having to really do these extreme measures because they know the truth is getting out there. But we need more people on the front lines, in the pool, to share the information. We'll talk about that this morning, not only with Doug Keck, but also in our Fact Check Friday in terms of what the media aren't telling you about what's really happening with the abortion industry. I'm going to play that clip that Tracy put on last night that was really good with all these different senators and what they're trying to do and offer real alternatives for women and families. And then speaking of amazing pro-life efforts, we're going to be checking in with the wonderful Charlotte Lozier Institute, the research arm of Susan B. Anthony Pro-Life America. So looking forward to that. So a busy program on your pro-life radio network right here on EWTN's Catholic Connection. Uh, Weather forecast, I think you already know what that weather forecast is going to be. It's seriously extremely hot out there, folks, across many parts of the country. So please, I stress this. I know I sound like your Italian mother or grandmother, but we already had one death of a woman uh, in heat-related stories uh, that are out there. So please be careful. Uh, Drink lots of water. It's just going to be super hot everywhere, especially in parts of the Southwest, and we'll have a full story on that in the news. And actually, we can get started with that in just a second. Don't forget, if you would like to listen to any of our programs or re-listen to them, if you didn't hear uh, what we covered or maybe only heard part of a story and you want to get the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey used to say, you can always go to our archive section at AveMariaRadio.net and just click on the program you'd like to hear over again. And it's right there. Of course, we're also on a number of different uh, apps, such as uh, Spotify and many, many others in terms of how to find us. Soon as my news loads here, we'll give you the news. My uh, computer is a little bit slow this morning, but we'll be having it uh, in just a second. Again, it is a Friday morning. It's July 22nd, 2022. Okay, computer. Okay, can anybody play the uh, Jeopardy song? I'm having trouble loading my news here. Uh, here we go. Okay. Seven minutes past the hour. Technology is great when it works. Seven minutes past the hour. It is a Friday morning, and you're listening to EWTN. The Vatican issuing another warning of a new schism from Germany coming out of the Synodal Way. Catholic News Agency, as well as the Vatican, is talking about this, and you can find that story on, of course, catholicnewsagency.com and the register. That Synodal Way in Germany does not have the power, the Pope says, to compel bishops and the faithful to adopt new forms of governance and new orientations of doctrines and morals. That's a statement coming from the Vatican and published in Italian and German yesterday. The Holy See is saying it seemed necessary to clarify this in order to safeguard the freedom of the people of God 
and the exercise of the Episcopal ministry. Former Vice President Mike Pence speaking out about Roe v. Wade being overturned during his visit to South Carolina this week. He delivered a speech on the post-Roe world at Florida Baptist this week, calling on South Carolina lawmakers to move forward with pro-life legislation. Horrific story out of Fairport, New York. The Republican candidate in the race for governor there says he's okay after being attacked during a campaign stop. Last night, Long Island Congressman Lee Zeldin making an appearance in a community near Rochester when 43-year-old David Jacobonis allegedly attempted to stab him. Zeldin was able to grab his wrist and other people at the event stepped in to detain the man. In a statement, Zeldin said he is resolute as ever to do his part to make New York safe again. The governor, Kathy Hochul, also condemning the attack, saying she was relieved to hear that Zeldin was not injured. Jacobonis was charged with attempted assault and released on his own recognizance. And this is a scary story tied into this. Researchers with the Violence Prevention Research Program at UC Davis report startling trends and attitudes toward violence, including political violence. Among other things, those taking part in that report were asked about their support for force or violence to advance a political objective that they support. The most concerning finding, people's willingness to use lethal violence. We had about 3% of our respondents saying that they would be very or completely willing to kill a person in support of a political objective. That's Garen Wintermute, emergency physician and director of the research program that did the study. 4% said they were likely in a political setting to shoot someone. Nearly 21% think that political violence is at least sometimes justifiable in general. Joe Biden has tested positive for COVID-19. The White House saying Biden is dealing with what are now described as very mild symptoms and that he is working in isolation at the White House. A 79-year-old is being treated with antiviral medication. We mentioned this at the top of the hour for 160 million Americans. It is going to feel as hot as 100 degrees, as Mark Mayfield says, by Sunday. Meteorologists say afternoon highs will feel like 100 or hotter, even in places where the mercury doesn't reach triple digits. Forecasters say conditions will be particularly miserable up and down the eastern seaboard this weekend, with the temperatures approaching 100 in major cities along the I-95 corridor. New York City and Philadelphia already set records this week, with New York hitting 95 and Philly turning up the heat to 96 on Wednesday. Forecasters say both cities, along with Boston, are expected to boil up to the 90s over the weekend, including a high of 98 Sunday in New York and 100 in Philadelphia. A North Texas woman is dead from a heat-related illness. We mentioned this earlier at the top of the hour. Dallas County Health and Human Services announced a 66-year-old's death yesterday, noting she did have underlying health conditions. No other information released. People are encouraged, of course, as we've been saying here, drink lots of fluids, stay in air-conditioned rooms as much as possible, and limit strenuous activities during the extreme heat. Unlike the weather, U.S. home sales are cooling off lately. Reporter Tom Costello shares what new housing numbers mean for those in the market to buy or sell. Interest rates for home mortgages are up and could be going higher. The current national average for a 30-year fixed is above 5.5%. That's up from a low of 2.65% in January 2021. If inflation continues to rise, the Fed will likely raise the interest rate that banks can charge each other, which in turn will likely influence mortgage rates. 
Cities such as Boise, Denver, Salt Lake City, and Seattle that experienced pandemic booms are seeing a significant dip in the buyer's market. In June, existing home sales fell for the fifth straight month in the U.S. The National Association of Realtors says they are down 21% since January. And nearly 200 migrants were found aboard a sailboat spotted south of Key Biscayne in Florida. Here's Coast Guard Petty Officer Ryan Estrada, who says a good Samaritan noticed the migrants and called for help before they reached land. Currently, this is an interdiction at sea because they didn't make landing. No one um, disembarked the vessel. No word yet on where the migrants came from. They've been placed on Coast Guard ships and are being given food and water. And Rick Hoshell tells us that down in Florida, a crackdown on drunk boating appears to be paying off. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission announced it had arrested nearly 100 people over the July 4th holiday weekend as part of Operation Dry Water. The crackdown is part of a campaign aimed at removing impaired boaters from the nation's waterways. The FWC says some of the boaters arrested for BUI in Florida had young children on board, putting them and others at risk of what they call a life-altering incident. 13 minutes past the hour, finally in our news segment on a Friday morning in the New York area, Fire Island along the beaches there, a teen describing his run-in with a shark after being bitten in the water. Max Haynes says he was surfing with his friend and actually, at the moment, was talking about sharks when then he felt something on his foot. I didn't see anything coming and just I felt on my foot like a bear trap just get me from below and it like hard, it felt like it broke my foot. He says he was pulled from the Atlantic Ocean and then suffered a five-inch gash. He is a lifelong surfer, loves the water, and says he feels very blessed. But he says he can't wait to get back in to the ocean to surf again. Fourteen minutes past the hour now. Do hope that your Friday is going well. The Feast of St. Mary Magdalene. Pray for us. It is July twenty-second, two 2022. And we get the inside scoop, the inside word, with our friend Doug Keck, our president of the network, when we come back. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and light housework. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter. As Catholics, we are called to protect life at every stage, but our culture continues to impose threats against the sanctity of life, making the pro-life cause the preeminent social issue of our time. But there is hope. The Christ Medicus Foundation and CMF Bureau have partnered with one of the country's leading health care ministries to provide Catholics with a pathway to pro-life, Christ-centered health care. Support the culture of life and learn more about CMF Curo at MyCatholicHealthCare.com. That's MyCatholicHealthCare.com. Do you wish you could have discussions about difficult topics with your adult children? If so, don't worry, you're not alone. Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak. And our new book, Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Your Adult Sons and Daughters, can help you draw closer to your adult children and help guide them on the path to more faithful, and meaningful lives. You can get our latest book and all of our other books on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. That's AveMariaRadio.net. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. 
A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile. Everyday living. Effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. minutes past the hour. Welcome back. Catholic Connection every Friday. We chat with Doug Keck, our Chief Operating Officer and President. I know I, I probably sound like a broken record. You and I are old enough to remember records. I think they're in museums now, but I always say this. I'm so grateful for okay. the news outlets that we have. I was just have. queuing my... I was just queuing up while you were <laughs> Actually, in we're coming very popular again now. <laughs> LPs That's and right. 45s. The oh, vinyl is coming back. Yeah. I look yeah. at these prices on albums I have in my basement, so, you know. Yeah. So the, uh, the the coverage last night was excellent on EWT News Nightly about these really um, good packages that are out there. Where some senators, pro-life senators, are really trying to put this forward, but we're not hearing about that out there in the secular world. Really? And when well, we do hear about really? it, they're, Teresa, they're, I know it's a shock. I know it's shocking. <laughs> I mean, I'm shocked that there's gambling in this establishment, yeah, for crying I mean, out yeah, loud. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's the beginning of a beautiful friendship, Louie. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, yeah, I mean it's the same old, same old. Uh, you, you're getting the the horror stories about ectopic pregnancies and, and suddenly people who have miscarriages are really having abortions and they're going to be. I mean, it's ludicrous. And then they bring up this is like going back to the Obama days with the contraception. Oh, now we have to pass a, like that's. Any of this stuff is happening, mm-hmm. but it's all being ginned up, and you just hope that there, in some ways, there's enough alternates like us and others out there that people are getting the straight story that they're not watching uh, phony Congress people running around with their hands behind their back, acting like they've got magic. I want so. some of those magic handcuffs. Those yeah, are magic. Those are, yeah. yeah, well, it's like abortion. It's a baby if I think it is, and it's not right. if I don't. That's the mm-hmm. same magic. You know why not? It's it's what it means. It's, it's you don't deal with reality. You deal with the symbolism. That's that's what we're talking about. Well, that's yeah, what the abortion industry um, has done for fifty years. You know, reproductive health, choice, um, women's right to choose, blah blah blah, and right. yet all these opportunities to really choose and examine and discern wiped out in our state of Michigan, which is becoming God help us and please yeah. pray for us, just as bad as California and New York in some ways. Yeah, it's it's kind of amazing. You kind of expect this from the coasts, I guess. Maybe you know because of the Great Lakes. I don't know. To you in uh, Chicago, but uh, it just seems like uh, you know it's so extreme that you really scratch your head and say, "Really, good people of Michigan are buying in." I mean, I know you got some big universities there, and and those tend to be liberal centers, just like in Wisconsin with Madison. You know, where you mm-hmm. get kind of the. The, this kind of group think uh, all these individuals who group think uh, about these liberal ideas and and people but you know the best part of this I mean whether people like it or not is you can't hide behind the, the Supreme Court anymore uh, right. good Catholics out there um, you know uh, you can't hide behind that fact and say well you know it's the law of the land you gotta say because you're probably gonna have to vote or you're gonna have directly vote for people who are gonna vote on this or have voted on this and uh, so the ability to go and say well I'm not really um, I, I'm just in favor of choice so to speak is a joke because obviously as you have pointed out so many times the choice to be able to go to an alternate facility where they might counsel you and help you in another way you know the pro-life centers and all those crisis pregnancy centers out there they want to close all those they want to mm-hmm. shut those down they want to they're upset that there's too many of them well, that's the total response to choice. Here, here's a choice. Yeah, but they don't want the choice because the choice means less Absolutely. money in Planned Parenthood's uh, pocket. Well, that was the joke. It's uh, Somebody said, I thought it was a great line, they said, now Planned Parenthood could 
can spend all that time focused on all those other other resources uh, services they've been doing for because people. you know and abortion you know, is such a small part small of their part, business very small part of what we're doing here so we, we can we can clean out that and put some additional you know uh, nursery items that we've had in there that we've been passing along to the young people and you know it's 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 a joke it's like you said like the rape and incest rape and incest rape and incest and it's and you say okay so i, I don't believe you should allow that in exclusion but say legally okay you do that is that good enough oh no 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 no, no. no. it's a, a straw man it's phony abortion on demand throughout nine months of pregnancy and even after with infanticide and without apology that's what they want Absolutely, and the reality is in the in the major states, Rob Royal put out something about the numbers of abortions and where they happen, and they happen in the li most liberal states or where the most of them happen, where quite honestly, their laws are probably going to be as liberal, if not more liberal going forward, than what Roe v. Wade technically told you was okay. And so this hysteria, I mean, unfortunately, it's unfortunate that it's not going to be illegal there. But they're running around telling people as if, uh, and people in Europe are shocked because they think abortion's been outlawed. We wish it was. It's not. Right. And right. most of the uh, the rest of the of Europe, as we've talked over the last year, have more stringent restrictions on abortion than Roe v. Wade permitted. Yes. Mm -hmm. We're one of only seven countries uh, where Roe v. Wade allowed abortion through nine months of pregnancy. We're Absolutely. one of only seven countries around the world. Seven. So seven. you have the, this former royal or whatever he is uh, speaking at the UN about the shocking loss of rights. Meanwhile, uh, the UK doesn't have a bill of rights. It doesn't have a, a personal constitution like that, and they have greater restrictions on abortion than uh, than were uh, permitted, as we just said in Roe v. Wade. Well, not only that, but you have a a, a man who um, is saying that there's so much wrong with the United States, and he's benefiting from living here and making tons of money off of companies here in the United States. How hypocritical is that? Well, uh, join the club. I mean, he's part of the hypocritical club. I mean, all these yeah. people running around. It's amazing how the richest people out there are the most anti-American mm -hmm. uh, and and the most down on the on the people of the United States. Uh, it's really disturbing, and it really is an elitist thing. It's really a class issue. You're really dealing with this elite class of people who really look down their noses at everybody else and just think, uh, you you know, you've got to get in line here. We're heading towards, uh, you know, uh, one of these uh, futuristic worlds with now we hear the world. It's, they're actually revealing themselves. What is it called? The 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 liberal uh, you know kind of the world order but they're right. referring to it and you know fin fitting into the structure and the liberal you know as if this is yeah you know, china's bought into this I, I haven't read you know they're opening up coal plants all over the place and of course in germany even germany's opening up coal plants mm-hmm yep because they can't rely on on, on the russian which um, you know crazy donald trump warned the u.n Right. That Germany was becoming reliant on Russia, and that was going to be a problem from, and they laughed at him. Mm -hmm. And don't even get me started about how the media are treating, and we pray for Joe Biden that he recovers uh, quickly Absolutely. from COVID. But how the media are covering his his situation with COVID versus Donald Trump, who was a threat to humanity, the entire universe, because he took he took his mask off at the balcony when they were taking pictures after he was Listen, diagnosed the least, with COVID. The, the least of Joe Biden's problems are that he has COVID. Right. Um, he hasn't had COVID fog for the last four years. He obviously has some other intellectual issues it's not a stutter it's it's a cognitive problem right. i don't know what it is but clearly you couldn't go out of your way to make as many mistakes and gaffes as he makes if you mm -hmm. tried yeah. if you were a person who was in totally in control of their faculties All right 
Well, this is why we need EWTN. I'm going to have a clip from EWTN News Nightly on in my next segment, Fact Check Friday. But we have, my friend, about uh, three minutes, so I wanted to give you the opportunity, mm-hmm. in addition to reminding people about these kinds of discussions that we have right now, they're not going to hear elsewhere. What's coming up on the network in the next couple of days? Yeah, well, the big thing, uh, clearly we've got some nice programming over the weekend, but the Pope it will be in Canada arriving on Sunday, the 24th, so people can see our coverage of that. Uh, Father Raymond D'Souza and uh, and Mr. Dunn, our buddy up in Canada, will be covering everything for us on the ground uh, from uh, Ottawa. And uh, meeting with Indigenous people will be happening on Monday at 11.30 a.m. Encounter with Indigenous people on the 25th uh, will also be happening later that day. So that's on Monday, and that'll be at 6.30 p.m. Then there's a Mass on Tuesday. Uh, there's also a St. Anne pilgrimage happening on Tuesday. Um, then on Wednesday, um, you know, some political meetings, uh, and then a, a Holy Mass on Thursday, and then uh, Vespers with Priests and Religious and Departure on the 28th, and that's on Thursday. So go to EW10.com and get all the information exactly when all of these events will be available. That's the basic schedule. Of course, they'll also be on demand. Um, you know, so if you miss anything and you want to catch up on it, you can go to our webpage having to do with the, the Pope's visit in Canada and ultimately our on-demand page as well. And then um, uh, Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchak, you might know them. Well, they're going to be yes. on with uh, Jim and Joy on Monday and uh, Wednesday of next week. Uh, so uh, actually, i got to double-check that because it's actually uh, Wednesday and Thursday because of the Pope's visit. So All right. Well, we'll, we'll remind so. uh, our listeners and, and, of course, our viewers. But everything, EW10.com. Doug, have a great weekend. Thanks for all you, you do to put the truth out there. And Likewise. we'll be right back. Speaking of truth, Fact Check Friday coming up. Stay tuned. Maybe you know a secret. Maybe a friend has confided to you about an abortion in his past, about his guilt, his grief, or his loss. You want to help, but you cannot betray his trust. So keep your secret. Don't tell us about him. Tell him about us. We're Project Joseph, guiding men through that pain and into God's comfort and forgiveness. So many men feel alone when they suffer from a past abortion experience, but they aren't. There are people who understand and can help at projectjosephdallas.org. Ask your friend to visit projectjosephdallas.org for help as confidential as your promise. The pain is real. So is the help. Don't let him suffer alone. Visit projectjosephdallas.org. A message from Project Joseph of Dallas, a ministry for men who have suffered the experience of abortion. Are you keeping a secret no one knows about? Are you worried your friends would reject you if they knew? We at Healing After Abortion understand the pain suffered by those who have experienced an abortion. Whether you thought it was your only option or felt pressured to make the decision, there is hope and healing available. Come join us August 12th to the 14th for a Rachel's Vineyard Retreat. Call us confidentially at 214-544-CARE or visit us at racheldallas.org. 
Hello, I'm Joshua Stafish, a member of Modern Day Parish in Irving and a new sponsor here at KATH 910AM. I'm the co-owner of Absolute Painting. We serve customers throughout the DFW Metroplex, help them with home improvement projects, both interior and exterior, along with painting, drywall, foundation repairs, and other projects, large and small. I welcome your opportunity to prepare an estimate for your next project. You can find us at absolutepg.com or by phone and text at 972-375-5100. connection every friday at least we try to do so depending on breaking news out there and stories that we're covering for you we do something called fact check friday i began this in the election season of 2020 because of all the craziness of the media just going uh nuts cuckoo on different issues and that continues uh, to the nth degree especially since roe v wade was overturned and what is really extremely important is for us to know how much the media don't tell us. So the focus of this is what the media don't tell us and what the abortion industry doesn't tell us that can hurt all of us. In addition to the innocent child in the womb and the mother who is obviously in a crisis situation, it can hurt everyone. It hurts families. And I always say abortion is like this giant octopus sucking the life with tentacles everywhere, sucking the life out of everything. And the research, and there's tons of this, and you can find this on my website, if you think I'm just throwing it out there, it's all backed up, but it's also backed up in my book, Extreme Makeover, Women Transformed by Christ, Not Conformed to the Culture, which, by the way, is on sale right now for Ignatius Press. I've got that on my Facebook page. But I have so much documentation and information of secular studies showing the connection between the many societal ills we have in our world today and abortion. There is a direct connection between an increased risk of breast cancer There's a direct connection to an increased risk of depression, mental health issues, addiction, abuse, divorce, not to mention many, many other issues that women and families are facing, especially the breakdown of the family because of the problem that causes between a husband and a wife. It's all packed up by research. And the majority of it is secular research. And even a group such as Planned Parenthood and their research arm known as the Guttmacher Institute by the statistics and just the numbers that they get admit even if they don't realize it that the vast majority of women seeking an abortion are not doing so quote-unquote out of choice they're doing so because they feel they have no other choice and this is research from the industry brothers and sisters And so if their own research is saying this, and at the same time, they're denying it and saying the exact opposite is true, that we're the ones telling women that they only have one choice. What does that say to you about this industry? And what does it say to you about the media in terms of, again, the research, which is also in all of my books, especially Extreme Makeover and my first book, Noise, and I know this from my own experience in the secular media, they're not telling us a full story. That's why programs like this and Crest in the Afternoon and all of our programs, World Over with Raymond Arroyo, EWTN News and Death, Pro-Life Weekly, and EWTN News Nightly, which airs twice at night, anchored by Tracy Sabaw with a wonderful team behind her, why it's so important. We have to have access to this information. Otherwise, we don't know really what's going on. Okay? 
So as Doug said, we're hearing so much about uh, you know the the left saying the sky is falling, and that we're all about you know forcing women to have babies and to become birthing machines, and we want to wipe out contraception on the shelves, blah blah blah, and all this. And in our state of Michigan, our governor this week in her sixty seventy six billion dollar budget wiped out millions of dollars for women to make a really well educated quote unquote choice, even though they're all about choice. Now, these operations are still going on. As a matter of fact, I had Tim Stickle, who's the executive director of Crossroads Care Center in Oakland County in the north suburbs of Detroit, on with me this morning. They get their funding, just like many pregnancy centers do, on their own without government assistance. But here, our state pro-life lawmakers are trying to help out and offer an opportunity for these wonderful centers that do offer real choice to get some help. And the governor said, Nope. Every single item on her budget that dealt with pregnancy resource centers, adult stem cell research, maternity homes, adoptive services, not even allowing a tax break now. She cut that from the budget for adoptive families in Michigan. So where is the choice in all of that? And yet how much coverage outside of our outlets How many facts, since this is Fact Check Friday, have we heard about what pro-life congressmen, senators, congresswomen are doing to offer real choice? EW10 News Nightly highlighted this last night with a number of senators, beginning with the first one you hear is Rick Scott, then Roger Marshall, then Bill Cassidy, and then Tracy is summarizing what Senator Rubio is offering in terms of providing help for families and women who really want to examine all their options. Take a listen. I am pro-life. I believe we got to cherish life. We got to we got to bring children into this world, accepted in this world. We're in, in, in a few. If you don't want a child, put them up for adoption. There's so many wonderful families that want to want to adopt children in this country. That's what we ought to be doing. Republican Senator Roger Marshall is a doctor who has delivered over 5,000 babies. He says pregnancy centers play a key role in keeping women away from abortion clinics. The whole key to lowering maternal mortality is getting early prenatal access and regular access. You know, the left's argument is that an abortion is safer than having a baby. What a horrible world we must live in if they're going to make that analogy. Senator Marshall adds pregnancy centers outnumber Planned Parenthood clinics by more than four to one nationwide. There is multiple bills. His colleague, Senator Bill Cassidy, is also a doctor. He has several bipartisan bills, including one providing families with resources to pay for leave, cover daycare costs, baby supplies, and other expenses. That would give that family $5,000 at that point that they could either use for child care if she wished to go back to work or use for income replacement if she wished to stay at home. Senator Cassidy is also promoting bills for maternal health, pregnant workers' rights, and educating school children with dyslexia. There's also Senator Marco Rubio's Providing for Life Act, which includes paid parental leave, expanding the child tax credit, mentoring, and other services for low-income mothers, and expanding support for pro-life crisis pregnancy centers. These bills await Senate action, and Republican senators tell EWTN News Nightly they are confident that some of them will reach the president's desk and become law 
35 minutes past the hour. That was Tracy Sudball from EW10 News Nightly in a segment about the real opportunities out there for women uh, that are being put forth by many pro-life senators and Congress people, but are being ignored by the media and don't get enough attention. And these are the kinds of stories that we don't hear about in the news. I just received an email, and real quick, this is this is the problem here, folks. And when you think we're just preaching to the choir, this is proof that we're not. This woman just wrote me. Her name is Suzanne, and she says, I was listening to your morning program on Catholic Connection this morning when you were talking to Doug Keck. I was so disappointed with the two of you making fun of President Biden's speech problems. This type of reporting makes me turn the radio to another station. Well, your type of listening, Suzanne, with all due respect, is problematic. I really encourage you to go back later today to our archive section at AveMariaRadio.net and listen to what Doug and I were saying. First of all, we called for prayers or a quick recovery for the president. And secondly, we were expressing concern for his cognitive issues, which even the secular media now, and give credit where credit is due, in this case, have been reporting on his health issues, his age, long before his COVID diagnosis this week. Calling for prayers for someone and then calling out issues with someone who is supposed to be the most powerful man in the world is not politics. It's reporting on reality. And again, I encourage you, Suzanne, who just wrote me later on today, to go to AveMariaRadio.net and to re-listen and to remove your politics. And with all due respect, listen clearly. Abortions finished in Texas, but its effects will last years. Project Joseph, a confidential healing ministry for men only, helps you find peace after an abortion loss. The next Project Joseph is August 27th and 28th, with spots going fast, so act now. Call 469-720-CARE to find men who understand the pain you've gone through, because you're not alone. Call 469-720-2273 now and heal with Project Joseph. Hello, it's Todd Sluter, licensed professional counselor with Epiphany Counseling and longtime sponsor of GRN. I have been blessed to work with many individuals, couples, teens, and families in our diocese for the past eight years, incorporating counseling principles with authentic Catholic values. God wants you to have a greater sense of joy and purpose. If you or someone you know are struggling to find purpose, stuck moving forward with goals in life, or a relationship is not working, you may need to seek a counselor to help regain hope and healing. You may get in touch with me at 469-556-8336. Please join the Catholic Pro-Life community on Monday, September 26th for the CPLC Classic Pro-Life Charity Golf Tournament, benefiting their life-saving, life-changing ministries. The 22nd Annual CPLC Classic will be held at the Brookhaven Country Club in North Dallas. This year's tournament will feature contests and prizes, including a chance for a $5,000 hole-in-one. For additional tournament or sponsorship information, call 972-267-5433 or golf at prolifedallas.org. Are you looking for a tax preparer this year to help you with your personal or business tax filing or management? At Balance Book LLC, they can assist with business and personal tax returns, accounting services, sales tax, payroll, business formations, and more. They can be reached by calling 972-805-5095, or you can visit them at 4425 West Airport Freeway, Suite 122, Irving, Texas 75062. Balance Book LLC, a new sponsor of the GRN and members of Holy Spirit Catholic Church in Duncanville. Welcome back.
back, Catholic Connection, 39 minutes past the hour. Let's uh, close the show with some really good news related to the life issues. We have on the phone with us Chuck Donovan, president of the amazing Charlotte Lozier Institute. And, Chuck, uh, this is why the left is melting down, because we are, despite all of the attacks, despite all of the constant lies about what the pro-life movement does, amazingly, your wonderful research has found an analysis finding Planned Parenthood facilities are outnumbered 14 to 1. No wonder Elizabeth Warren wants to shut down pregnancy resource centers. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. In fact, uh, Senator Warren explicitly said that... uh, in Massachusetts, the uh, pro-life centers outnumbered Planned Parenthood three to one. So rather than build up either one, and I would be fond of building up Planned Parenthood, she basically says that pro-life centers need to be shut down. And uh, she's proposing federal legislation to do it. Uh, I don't think that's going to get any traction at all, but it's indicative of, um, I think, just the deranged frustration that... Uh, there are people out there who want to help women facing unexpected pregnancy. And when I was in journalism school, they always taught us, in addition to considering the source, to follow the money. And if you look at the money of Planned Parenthood, the reason they're panicking is because many Planned Parenthood facilities around the country have, have shut down, even though they claim during election years that they offer so much more than abortion, which is interesting because if they offer so much more than abortion, then why are they shutting down? They can just stop doing abortions and provide all the wonderful services that they claim that they've provided for years along with abortion. Yeah, it, it's been a, a statistical battle. Of course, that's why the Lazier Institute exists, but Planned Parenthood frequently claims that abortion is 3% of their business model, and they're still distributing chemical abortion in state and out of state. Uh, so how much that particular part of their business has been changed, I don't know. But I think what they're confronting is that money, they have a raft of money. There's a new federal bill that just passed the House that, uh, was that touted as protecting the right to contraception, but it actually simply funnels more money. But these groups can't spend this money because they, they have a declining market except in the abortion arena. And there they are under pressure, so. Uh, we'll see. The government has made Planned Parenthood rich, but it hasn't made it good. We're talking with Chuck Donovan, president of the Charlotte Lozier Institute, about the many resources that are available, outnumbering, thanks be to God, Planned Parenthood facilities. Let's talk about what these community-based health clinics and the pregnancy centers do. Chuck, give us kind of a general understanding of it. Yeah, they're basically, in our study, now, there are different funded clinics around the country, but we looked at the federal qualified health centers, yeah, they're called FQHCs. They basically offer uh, some some things that Planned Parenthood does. They do offer contraception, and your hearers should be aware of that. Uh, they are barred from uh, performing or referring for abortion, although we've heard a story here and there that uh, some of them do promote abortion. We have no confirmed cases right now. And there are about 5,300 of these centers, so they alone outnumber Planned Parenthood by about 10 to 1. The pregnancy health centers, these are the ones allied with different national affiliate groups like Heartbeat, CareNet, and MIFLA. And these groups provide basically pregnancy support services, everything from parenting classes uh, to uh, prenatal uh, screenings to uh, ultrasounds, pregnancy tests. Many of them now offer STD testing. And at Lozier Institute, we study all the new projects they're adding year in and year out, including uh, care for women dealing with drug addiction, which is obviously a, a steadily increasing problem in the country. So 
Is the word getting out then about these other services? I mean, we have an uphill battle or like salmon's swimming upstream. What else can we do to make sure people know exactly what we're doing to put our money where our mouth is? Because we've been doing this for years, but again, people need to understand the difference between what the left is saying about choice and the lack of choice that the left offers. Uh, Teresa, all I can say is that we, we really have to have the local presence. We're seeing some new pregnancy center models using mobile units uh, where, for example, as in West Texas, uh, the mobile unit is visiting communities that are fairly far flung in some of these semi-rural parts of the United States. So they'll cover six or seven uh, medium to small size cities. And they're going to have to get in front of the community. So uh, we're going to have continuing problems with the uh, search engines with uh, uh, YouTube is talking about uh, screening out abortion misinformation. Who knows how they're going to interpret it, but uh, the social media groups are definitely not friendly to us. But we've got to be in front of the local communities where the people know the good being done. And I think uh, because so much of that is irreproachable, uh, it's simply repetition, as they say in media, get your message out again and again. Mm-hmm. Now, you've worked in the pro-life movement, Chuck, since even before Roe v. Wade, which means that, that these sources and these resources, I mean, talk about being ground zero. So you sensed this in the movement even before Roe v. Wade, right, in 73? Well, no question. I think what uh, what happened in the movement, I've written some articles recently for Human Life Review, one in particular. The pro-life movement suffered a major legislative defeat in Congress in 1982, in 1983, this was under President Reagan, uh, where we advanced in the U.S. Senate uh, votes on something called the Human Life Bill and then on the Hatch Human Life Amendment. And I think the bulk of the movement for a time, a good decade or more, uh, threw everything into pregnancy support. And thank goodness we did. I mean, the moral obligation is there to help. But also I think it channeled pro-life energies into a way to make progress until it was possible to work legislatively again, which now, of course, it is. We are talking with Chuck Donovan with, of course, the Charlotte Lozier Institute. What else can, can we do to get the word out and to, again, push back against this uh, this lie of a narrative that's out there regarding pregnancy resource centers and other facilities and operations that we have afford- available to women and to families in general? It's not just women we're helping. Well, of course, one of the things that uh, is really exciting that Susan B. Anthony is doing is compiling uh, cross-cutting directories. Right now, there are some excellent directories out there online that uh, you can find uh, at a local pregnancy care center. Uh, Susan B. Anthony has developed a project called Her Plan, and it's completed its project in four states, and basically they're working directly with churches with a wide array of pregnancy support and related services like employment, training, child care, and so forth, uh, to try to integrate a much larger network. So uh, you can find information about her plan online. Uh, we hope to reach 30 states within the next couple of years, and this will be online tools, uh, local meetings. They're also working for uh, new state legislation. There's an awful lot going on I think people would be very excited about. And you also have, which I think is awesome, I'm going to add this to my pro-life resources list at my website, you have a full analysis including maps and a state-by-state breakdown of what's available out there, correct? Uh, Yes, we do, because uh, I think you mentioned it at the top that the ratio of these alternative centers to Planned Parenthood is 14 to 1. In some states, it's much higher, 
Uh, we've compiled a website where you can go and find out the ratio in your state. Uh, you have a map of the centers and where they're located on both the Planned Parenthood side and the alternative side. And uh, legislators who are being attacked for not being sensitive to women's needs would find this a terrific resource. Yeah. And so I really suggest to people my homework for them last week was to make sure they know as going into the weekend, make sure they know where their pregnancy resource center is. And this is a great way, I mean, to do that, right? Uh, it is one of the great ways. Of course, you've got uh, the resources at Heartbeat International mm-hmm. uh, dot, dot org. I serve on the board there. and uh, Yep, there they're on my resource list. Are- yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, it's outstanding stuff, and uh, they have a hotline 24-7. It's, I still think, the only one that operates that way with uh, live uh, recipients. They're developing some new projects with Lowe's here uh, to do, deliver more specialty-type help. So we'll be making some announcements about that in the next couple of months. But these resources are only going to grow. We're finding governors in Tennessee, uh, Georgia, and elsewhere are really investing in pro-life alternatives now. It's, it's fantastic. And especially because this affects uh, the minority communities so much because you have African-American women and Hispanic women, number one and number two, in terms of the communities that are targeted for abortion. Yeah, Teresa, you know, we, we hear it over and over that uh, pro-life states are the ones with uh, the bad numbers. But if you look at the rates of abortion, they're the highest in the states that are making the biggest investment in abortion. You have New Jersey, you have New York, California. They have liberal, if you want to call it that, uh, laws regarding sex education and the like. And if it were working, we'd know after 50 years. But in fact, it has the opposite effect. Families are weakest in those locations. Abortion rates are highest, and the rates of minorities having abortion range as high as 5 or 6 to 1 for non-minorities. So it's been a, a real disaster, frankly. So, again, where do we find all this information that you put together for us? I, I just really encourage people, Chuck, to check it out because it's, it's so thorough and really gives us a good idea and a good general understanding as well as a map of, of what's going on across the country. And not just the pregnancy resource centers, but with these uh, health uh, operations that are offering all kinds of great assistance without offering abortion. Yeah, and unlike Planned Parenthood, these uh, centers offer, do offer mammograms. We had that debate yeah. a few years <laughs> Oh, don't ago. even get me started on that, right, where they sit there <laughs> and they say they offer mammograms. They don't. They offer referrals. But, again, this is exactly. the thing that people need to know. And, 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 and the failure of the media to ask the question, well, why are you shutting down? You came on our programs and you were quoted in our papers and on our websites as saying mm-hmm. that this is just a small percentage of the work that you do or what you provide, if you're going to call it work, what you provide at your centers, and yet you're shutting down. Well, what about all those other services? That you provide. Aren't women going to be able to have access to those services? Yeah. No, it, it's a, it's kind of a, a nightmare world to be debating in this, but the media is what it is. But let me give you the website. It's Lozier, L-O-Z-I-E-R, LozierInstitute.org uh, forward slash real choices. So real choices probably be the best tag words to search by. Now, I haven't talked to you since we overturned Roe v. Wade, and being that you've been on the front lines, Chuck, uh, since before Roe v. Wade, you started working in the pro-life movement, thanks be to God, and, and God bless you for your tireless efforts, since 1971. So what was your reaction when you heard the news on June 24th? Well, you know, I would say it was it was like having an answer to prayer. It was an answer to prayer because, uh, on top of all the work, you, you don't stick with 
uh, any issue, certainly I, I don't know that I could have done another issue for 50 years. But I would say it was more of an overwhelming sense of relief, but at the same time a realistic expectation that, you know, this is how the world works. You may get a ruling your way, but you're trying to change a whole culture. So right. it was bracing. There was no dancing with the football. I can mm. tell you that. Yeah, well, because the work now continues at, at, at the state level and, and even more so in terms of of now that the uh, the other side in this issue has realized that they've lost this this claim to a false constitutional right, uh, now they they don't have that to fall back on anymore. So it's there. That's why I think they're coming at us. Plus, this is a big spiritual element too here uh, mm-hmm. with abortion, and we can't forget that as well. Thank you so much for all that you do and all that you've done for decades, being a tireless pro life warrior. Again, give us the uh, the resource, the link, Chuck, for the Charlotte Lozier, the latest analysis you have out there, which is so helpful. No problem. It's the Lozier Institute, L-O-Z-I-E-R Institute dot org. No capitalization on that. Forward slash real choices. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. You deserve it. And we'll be right back on Catholic Connection. Let you know what's coming up on a Monday morning. Stay tuned. You are listening to EWTN, your pro-life radio, TV, and online network, EWTN.com. Stay tuned. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and light housework. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. Have you heard the latest and greatest travel news? One more reason to join us on our premier Tease Italy pilgrimage, La Dolce Fide, or the Sweetness of Faith, this November 6th to the 14th. Hi, it's Teresa Tamio, and yes, it's an unbelievable price, some $3,600 for a seven-night land package, including Assisi, Orvieto, Rome, and much more. But now, and here's the latest and greatest news, no reason to worry about having to test to come back home. All testing requirements dropped. No vaccination, no testing, an incredible opportunity to visit tombs of the great saints such as Francis, Claire, Blessed Carlos Acutes, and so much more, except those tests so call corporate travel now 800-727-1999 or visit us online avemariaradio.net on our travel page call now the trip is filling up 1-800-727-1999 hope to see you in bella italia in november do you own popular index mutual funds or etfs if so you're automatically owned shares of companies that conflict with your moral beliefs Ave Maria Mutual Funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors can invest in the no-load Ave Maria Mutual Funds. The experienced professional portfolio managers make decisions based on investment fundamentals and pro-life values. You can learn more about Ave Maria Mutual Funds today at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Catholic Connection, almost 55 minutes past the hour. We're having a beautiful Friday morning. It's July 22nd already, the Feast of St. Mary Magdalene. And just want to remind you, if you'd like more about this analysis, it's really, really great. And this will be a great resource. Oh, here's your little homework assignment for today and for this weekend. Check out this great resource and take a look at it, lozierinstitute.org slash realchoices. 
Lozier is L-O-Z-I-E-R institute.org slash real choices. And Andrew will put the link up on the archive section today. We'll also add this to my resources list, my pro-life resources list, which is at teresatomio.com slash resources. And then after you take a look at this, this is something to post and to tweet about and to share when people say, oh, you folks in the pro-life movement, all you care about is populating the planet with, with as many babies as possible. You don't offer any real resources or support for women. You say, well, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. Here's a list. And again, as Chuck mentioned, you can also go to Heartbeat's website, heartbeatinternational.org. Amazing resources there. But we will put this list on my resources list so you have more resources then you can, as we say, or used to say, shake a stick at. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget all the great programming here on EWTN and Ave Maria Radio. Our websites, EWTN.com and AveMariaRadio.net. Go out there and preach the truth in love. First Peter 3.15. See you on a Monday. Ciao, ciao. been listening to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruchek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. That's A-V-E Maria Radio.net. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection. Boldly proclaiming the truths of our Catholic faith, this is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Hello, this is Steve Gleason with Catholic Questions Live. Join me this Friday at 11 a.m. for my guest, Steve Dawson. He's the founder and president of St. Paul Street Evangelization Institute. Many of you regularly hear the ads on St. Paul Street Ministry on this station. We have some questions for Steve, and I hope you do also, such as, how does street ministry work for a Catholic, or do people holler at you? Now I have a question for you, dear listener. Have you ever seen someone stand on a street corner and shout, are you saved? Let's find out if he has a different method, a better method, a Catholic method. Plan to tune in this Friday at 11 a.m. The Guadalupe Radio Network thanks Little Elm Eye Care for their support. Little Elm Eye Care is owned by Drs. Burt and Leslie Bubella, parishioners of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Parish in Plano. They specialize in family vision care, comprehensive eye exams, contact lenses, and the treatment of eye diseases and injuries. Little Elm Eye Care is located at Lakeshore Crossing at 800 West El Dorado Parkway, Suite 110 in Little Elm. They can be reached at 972-292-0900 or at littleelmeyecare.com. Blessed be God, blessed be His holy name, blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man, blessed be the name of Jesus, blessed be His most sacred heart, blessed be His most precious blood. Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit of Paraclete. Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary Most Holy. 
Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone.